Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, my. Okay. Um, so all the rage on the, the TikToks these days uh-huh. is uh, turning yourself, using AI art to turn yourself mm-hmm. into a manga character, um, which I thought would be a great thing for this audio medium. Uh-huh. Um, this is you just now. Uh-huh. So yes. um, a little mm, sorry. A bit pixelated there. But like let me show you me so you can get a good example. I look like I'm in Minecraft chance. Sure, maybe we'll, we'll try you again. Oh, nope, stop. I screwed it up. This is riveting. Oh, my. What a <laughs> hunk. I am a very handsome anime boy now. Mm-hmm. What if I sent you this TikTok and you did it for yourself on your phone? Sure. Send it to me over TikTok, though. I'm sending it to you over TikTok. Nope. Ah. Um, it's all the rage, Cameron. It's all the rage. All right, I sent you the video. Now you should just open it and use it on yourself. Um, but people have been using it to, to uh, hunt for ghosts in their house uh-huh. by taking pictures of an empty room and seeing if the AI art filter uh, makes a person. I will do it in this current room that I'm in just to make sure I'm alone. Oh, no, Cameron. There's a ghost in this room. Oh, no. I took a picture of the door, and this is what I got. How do I find the filter? I just got to admit, I'm not very good at a... Well, above the name, it says AI Manga. Oh, okay, and I tap that. Yeah, and then you say Use Effect. This is uh, just a podcast about how old we are. So I just take the picture? Don't take the picture. Don't, like, hit the record button unless you want to post it. Just Oh, dear, it gave me a big scarf. Ooh. And rippling muscles. Oh, Cameron. Cameron, you're ravishing. It's basically me. I'm going to screenshot this so that um, so that we have it. Yeah. Take a picture of your empty living room. See if there's a ghost. I'm so scared. Like, flip the camera. Like, right. Hope there's not. I'm in here with a ghost. It's not that big a deal. No ghosts. Ah, unfortunate. I was playing, because you can also just upload photos um, and have it do it with photos. And I was playing with that. And I uploaded one. Um, I, I'm just going to show it to you. It may, it may not do the same thing this time, but this is a photo of my wife and I and her parents at the Pentatonics concert that we went to. Oh, boy. That sounds um, like a good time. The, a time was had. Okay. So there's the picture. Let's see what it does. Yeah, every time. Every time. It's mountains <laughs> and a busty woman. And that's your, your wife? No, I, I don't know what it is. Oh. It just turns that whole crowd of people into one. What is anime if not mountains and busty women, though? Right? <laughs> so this is a... I made the mistake of showing this to my five-year-old the other day. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to take it and see it about everything. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep this one to myself and not let my kids know. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. So rugged. I think I'm a rugged man. I really appreciate my big scarf. <laughs> For those of you at home, uh, the it interpreted Cameron's beard as a large scarf around his neck. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so if you're at home, use this filter. Uh, play play along with us. AI art is um, a very contentious issue in our time, but you know we're gonna have fun. Now I have like a almost like a muff. I'm winking, which I feel like is an accurate representation of my eyes when I smile. <laughs> Um, I, I held my glass up to get a picture, and this is what I got. 
Love that. <laughs> so um, by the time this comes out, everyone will have forgotten this filter exists. But mm -hmm. um, for this moment. We have a picture on our wall of this. It was in my grandparents' house when my grandfather passed away. I was like, that's what this is one thing that I want from their house. Because my grandma was moving out and everything. And it's this man who's praying and he has the Bible and a loaf of bread with him. Um, and it's like it's kind of this famous painting, but this is what it uh, translated into. <laughs> Just two figures without faces, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to take a picture of us on the call. <laughs> oh, my. Well, it knows what a computer is. That's cool. But it erased us from it. <laughs> oh, no. Are we ghosts? We might be. This is a terrible way to find out you're a ghost. Um, I don't know if that's a good opening, but it was a fun one for us. Yeah. Um, people are like, guys are like lifting up their shirts and putting egg cartons like on their stomachs to try to give themselves abs in it. Makes sense. As a thing going on. Um, people are like posing in weird ways to try to get trick the filter into doing like making them look epic or making them look sultry. Mm -hmm. um, I always look sultry though. So. Brought to you by Hollywood Records. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Hello, uh, Chance. I'm really sorry. Um, rest in peace. Boy Meets World Fever. Um, you had a good run. It's over. Yeah. Um, fair we are now 100% only a Nobody's Angel fan cast. Yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. Mary I'm Steve. here to talk about everybody. I'm here Allie? to talk about Allie. Stacey? I'm here to talk about Sarah, Amy Sue, Stacy, eventually Jenny and Ty Amber. Oh, they were in it for like two minutes. Come on. They aren't even part of the team. Hey, that's real real fans though. Real fans know. <laughs> real fans, real fans know. Give me Jenny and Ty Amber any Ugh. day of the week over any of these superstars these days. Nobody's angel. Nobody's angel. Who, who, who? Uh, the greatest band that never was. I mean, basically, they never were. <laughs> um, so on our uh, Nobody's Angel fan cast, uh, I'm going to go over the history of the band. Um, Not very long. 1998. Uh, Cameron, I have nothing, right? No. I. You've seen my screen. Phone is off. Here uh -huh. I go. This is all uh, off the cuff. Met in 1998. Uh, first job ever was um, recording a song, a version of We Go Together. Um, from uh, the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, mm -hmm. they were on that soundtrack. Um, then this was really the second thing they ever did. Um, yeah, they're trying to see if they could make it. Yep, this was the I, I, Disney was pushing this hard for whatever reason. Um, because they were the best. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I think so. Yeah, they must have been sent from heaven above. Um, they did this episode. Um, then their other big, two big credits are, um, they were on the Pokemon, the movie 2000 soundtrack, mm -hmm. uh, recording a, uh, 
a version of Pokemon World with our other favorite band, Youngstown, a boy band Disney was pushing at the time. Who can forget? Who could forget Youngstown? <laughs> um, if, if you guys do want a trip, go and look at the soundtracks for the first and second Pokemon movie because they are wild. In sync, Vitamin C, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. I am fairly certain Aqua does a Pokemon song on the first soundtrack. Wow. Of Barbie Girl fame. Speaking of Barbie, we can talk about Barbie in a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but then, uh, Justin Timberlake, their greatest touch of fame, Justin Timberlake in a movie, Model Behavior. Mm-hmm. I've watched it many a time. I Yeah, on Disney Channel. Um, they were the good. band performing at the um, school dance at the end of the movie. Because all movies at this era had to end at a school dance. I mean, obviously. Um, and they released one studio album um, called, it's a self-titled Nobody's Angel. And they recorded some songs for a second album, but it never came out. Um, in 2020, they created an Instagram for themselves that lasted 2020 and 2021, but sadly um, did not stick around. The last post they did was a farewell post after Arnie Fleur, I think is his name. Yeah, Ar- Arnie Lafleur. Lafleur. Uh, he passed away uh, in... Uh, November of 2021, and that was their last post was saying mm-hmm. goodbye to him. And that was their dad in this episode. Yes, their dad in this episode. Thank you. So that is pretty much the whole history of Nobody's Angel right there. And a podcast. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Um, but we're big fans. We're going to go through the sound or the uh, discography uh, one by one. Deep dive. It would actually probably only take an hour and ten minutes, which is about the time the show normally runs. So, Yeah. You're in for a treat. Nobody's we're not actually going to do any of that. We're not doing any of that. Why? I didn't do my homework. I didn't listen to the album. You like didn't listen to Pokemon's World by Nobody's Angel and Young's Blood? I, when I looked it up this morning, I was like, I need to do that. And then life happened. You didn't. You didn't. Is that a version of like the, we all live in a Pokemon world? Uh, I believe so. Let's play it and find out. Okay. okay. I'm here for that. I'm, I've, got, I've got it going. Get ready for some audio just bliss. Audio, audio bliss. Um, the Pokemon movie soundtracks are notoriously difficult to find, so uh, feel for time. Or you, I guess you could just cut this part out. Yeah, I'm just, I'll just do that. Um, here we go. Nobody's Angel. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my heart. Chance. I just have to be honest. That was terrible. It was awful. It's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. You only say that because the original is a certified bop. 
just something about that. I mean, maybe it's because you were playing it on your phone over the internet into my ears, and that just summed it in there. It got lost, but the the tempo fell off. I feel like they were singing in different keys. Nobody really was singing in tune. Cameron, there were no keys. <laughs> <laughs> Klefki hadn't been invented yet. It's true. Pokemon Clef- didn't have like keys until Klefki came bro. around. Yeah, that's Gen Six. Um, no, it was pretty bad. But it, mm, the heart was there. No, it was pretty, <laughs> it's pretty artificial, actually. <laughs> I, I didn't believe for a second any of those people cared anything about po- the Pokemon world. But are you telling me Christina Aguilera doesn't really care about Pokemon? No, she does. Oh. And the guy who sang "Brother, My Brother," he really did. Good. Brother, my brother, tell me what are we fighting for? We've got to end this war. I love it. Yeah, there he yeah. was. He just joined us right now. He did. I I don't know his name, but yeah, those soundtracks are wild. Um, yeah. The problem the problem with that song not not the internet not the way it was being played is that the original is just so good. Mm-hmm. The original is so good. Pokemon World, one of the best themes. Yeah, I mean. Just the music that they made for that show and would like play at the end of episodes. I mean, you have the Pokey Rap, mm-hmm. um, which is wonderful. Uh, Brian David Gilbert's extended Poker Rap with every Pokemon included in it. Not One anymore. of the best things ever. It is. Um, I guess it's outdated now. Brian, we need you. Brian, it's time. Sound, sound the horns of the deep. It's time for him to return. Um, but like, you know, on the road to Viridian City. On the road, on the road. Uh, that one, Pokemon World. Mm-hmm. There's just so many certified who, hits. Who has not shed a tear to Pikachu's goodbye? No the time here. has come. It's for the best I know it. Who would have guessed that you and I somehow, some way, we have to say goodbye. but yeah so they're just it's hard it's hard to stack up you know it's hard not not even the true angels nobody's angels yeah nobody's angels they don't belong to anybody but themselves not even themselves not even themselves that'd be somebody it's not somebody's angel Mm um yeah um (laughs) <laughs> Never mind. I don't. What, what, I don't know where you're going with that. No, no one needs. Okay. I was going to talk about a funny piece of incredibly nerdy trivia about no, the name nobody's angel. But uh-huh. it's, it would be for no one. For no one. It, it would be for nobody. I was trying to see if I could find it on Wikipedia. No, no. It it is 100 only from my brain. It is okay. It is the crossover of a wannabe biblical scholar and a nobody's angel fan that thinks way too much about them for a podcast. Okay. Intermingling and creating a thought that no one has ever had in their entire life. Okay. Do not be afraid. It is nobody's angel. (laughs) So I'm just going to stop. Okay. I I understand. I appreciate it. It would be for no one but myself. Um, yeah, but as all of our listeners have guessed, we really are a Boy Meets World podcast. Oh. If this is your first your first time tuning in, 
we're not really a nobody's angel fan cast because we couldn't have lasted this long. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> 140 episodes on one girl group formed by Disney Channel in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, yeah, if you're out there, what are your great Nobody's Angels memories? Everyone's got one. They always, Everyone remembers where they were when. This is it. This episode so is it. What's your memory? Where were you when? And model behavior, I guess. No, no. They did a cover of Nothing But a She Thing that is in uh, The Princess Diaries. Salt and Peppa's Nothing But a She Thing. That's and true. I, I, I remember that. You get like two lines out of it in the in the movie. They also did a song for 102 Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> Everyone's favorite movie. Like, man, you can't even get me to stop talking about 102 Dalmatians. So like, how do we make 101 Dalmatians even better? We had another. <laughs> we, we had one more Dalmatian. And that Dalmatian is voiced by the entire group, Nobody's Angel. Uh-huh. It speaks with four voices. <laughs> one pup with four voices. It says, do not be afraid. Uh, nobody's angel. I mean, who knew? Not, not me. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were getting at with their name. It's like we know we're not going to make it very far. Who's going to claim us as their angel? Nobody. Cameron. Oh, now I'm sad. Cameron, what do we do, what do we do for me? Like we at first we were building up to to Corey's alternative friends when Sean got a name. Mm-hmm. Then then to the fugitive. We're building up the fugitive. Then we were building up to Sean's family leaving him. Uh huh. Building up to Corey and Topanga finally getting together. Then building up to them breaking apart. Then building up to them getting together. You know, you and I have had some milestones waiting for the radio episode. Mm hmm. Uh, There's nothing left. Waiting for, and then there was Sean, waiting for Lauren, waiting for them to get to college. The last thing I was waiting for was Nobody's Angel. We've got nothing left to live for as a podcast. What? 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 Where, where do we go from here? It's nobody. I guess we have we have um we have the episode where mankind shows up. Yeah. Look forward to maybe. I guess we do. Corinne's pink get married. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, the kid who plays Corey's new little brother ages like a million years and and a, a year. <laughs> like less than a year. But that's our that's our burden to bear later. I just don't. What do we even do with this pot? What am I building up to now? Yeah. What well, there's the thrill is gone, as they say, as the song says. Nobody I guess what we can do is we can just take it one episode at a time, one week at a time, and just see okay. what we can come up with. No, but the podcast isn't building up to anything anymore. Just holding is on it? to the shambles of what's left. The shambles. I guess. Corey making a soccer player who's Sean is kind of fun. Doing what? Making a soccer player who's actually Sean. I don't know if I remember that. You will. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. But I guess I'll synopse the last last episode of Boy Meets World. Let's be honest. Last one that matters. (laughs) Um, There was BNA and ANA. Mm-hmm. And we're in that transition period, and it's just like, what's even the point? A and A. Right. We have we've we've built up to the end. Um, yeah. Um, Corey and Sean are on a road trip, and being oddly cryptic about things. I don't know why. They both know what each other are thinking, but they won't tell each other what they're thinking. Classic. They stop. 
They stop at a diner um, where they meet nobody's angel. Mm. Um, You're kidding. Shenanigans ensues. Um, and something goes on in the apartment with Rachel, Eric, and Jack. Yeah. I could have just done without that in its entirety. Yeah. Like it, it needed, needed to, happen to happen after last week. It needed to happen, but I'm just like, I'm immensely bored by this. Um, I had a distinct... Let's just talk about that storyline real quick. Last week, Jack and Rachel kissed. This week, they're being awkward. They think mm-hmm. they should just forget about it and not tell Eric. Eric says he saw him. Um, take yeah, it I mean, from there. What else, what else is there to say? He's just like, they were like, it was a moment, you know, it was a mistake. It was a moment of weakness and I messed up. And Rachel says the same thing. He's like, okay, I'm just going to go get my laundry. And then um, they're like, wow, Rachel's even like, look at that. A man who's being honest and saying what he really feels. He's like, I feel like I want to kiss you some more. And so they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the end. That's literally that's the end of that entire storyline. It's like three scenes, maybe two. Mm-hmm. But they're so small and insignificant in the greater arc of the episode. Yeah, it's two. It's two scenes, I believe. Yeah, Could I be wrong. Um, yeah. So I have a distinct memory of of Eric walking in on them again. Mm-hmm. Um, that I kept waiting for it to happen in this episode, and it didn't. Yeah. And like normally, I don't believe in like the Mandela effect and crap like that. But I'm like, it's so vivid in my mind of him walking in with a basket like a full basket Uh wearing those clothes and seeing them again. Yeah. I don't know why that, that I just had that picture in my head, but it never happened in the last episode. Does he walk in with a basket? No, he doesn't walk in. in. So yeah, I don't know. It could just be my flawed memory, but that's all it is. Just your flawed memory. Yeah. Cause the next episode doesn't seem like it would take any time to cover that. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see. I just, I don't know. It, it's a vivid memory in my mind and it just never came. Anyway, yeah. that's the end of that storyline. And well, you might be like, oh, you're underselling it. No, we're really not. Like, There's not much to sell. Not much to say. Um, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's about I it. don't hate it. It's just no, fine. It needed to happen. Yeah. But it, it's just not anything at the end of the day. Yeah. Um. On the other hand, we have Sean wearing a bandana in a truck. Yeah, and Corey's in there with him. He's like, we're all, Sean's like, we're all gassed up. Full tank of gas, the open road before us. No destination. Corey's like, so where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, we have not hated on Corey for a while. And I'm not going to hate on him in this episode too much. But I wanted to smack him so hard at the beginning of this. He's like, Sean's saying, like, I'm just trying to, you know, Lots been going on. I'm trying to just put it out of my mind. And he's like, real sorry about your dad dying. It's like, not helping. He's like, really sorry that Angela left you. <laughs> I'll drive it off a cliff. It's like, Corey, read the room. There's literally one other person in the room. And they made it very clear. When you, no one's going on a road trip for like, you go on a road trip to forget for a minute. Mm-hmm. For sad reasons, sadness reasons. To forget the sadness reason. Yep. Um, and then we come to a truck stop. And just like the last time we came to a truck stop, we learn what the writers of this show think about people who go to truck stop. Not, they don't think too highly of them. No, I don't think the writers of this show have ever set a foot outside of LA. <laughs> like, he's that way. <laughs> like, they write Corey so pretentious, but like, not a pretentious, like, 
and now he gets shown up. <laughs> He's just uh-huh. like, I hope they do that achy breaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's obnoxious. Yeah, it's like you're in like you're in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> Where do you think you are? <laughs> I I don't know because they stop at a truck stop and a very pretty uh, diner girl is like, "Where are you guys from?" and they're like, oh, we're, we're from the big city. I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to go there. Well, th- then go. <laughs> yeah. Like, Our dad says the city's dangerous. It's like, is this like a, is this like an M. Night Shyamalan village situation? <laughs> or is it like this, this insular community? Yeah. No one, no one's allowed to leave, apparently. Is their only understanding of Philadelphia the opening credits to Fresh Prince of Bel Air? That has black people in it, Cameron, and they don't. Them, well, they're just like be- that must be what all of Philadelphia is. <laughs> they, well, I'm just saying they don't watch that. Oh, uh, yeah, you're probably they don't right. even let Allie watch that. She can't even. She can't. Uh, even. But yeah, <laughs> the writers of this show do not care for small town folk. No, and it's a shame. It's the best people. Well, maybe not yeah. the best people, but it's good people. Good people. Uh, I was like, I don't know what the best people are. <laughs> Salt of the earth. I don't know. It, like maybe if this was like 1962 and there wasn't TV or internet, mm-hmm. maybe. But this is 1999. <laughs> like you can get around. Yeah, I feel like these people know what Philadelphia is. Yeah, and it's dangerous. <laughs> and it's you dangerous. don't go there. Um, but yeah, so they meet this diner girl and her sister, who and are both two just, other diner girls. Yeah. Uh, Mary Sue and Sarah, mm-hmm. um, which are their real names, uh, yep. or at least their band names. Yes, and then you also have Allie and Stacy. Yeah, um, and Corey's like, why are there so many beautiful women in this diner? That's the question, Corey. Yeah, I watched this episode with my wife, and she goes, those are the most early 2000s girls I've ever seen. For real. <laughs> she was like, Layered spaghetti straps, chunky boots, mm-hmm. those streaks of blonde in their hair. That's what every girl wanted to look like in the early 2000s. Yeah. Are those boot cut jeans? Is that what they would be considered? They sort of flare out towards the bottom. Not like yeah. a bell bottom, but like a little bit of a flare. Perhaps boot cut jeans? I'll be honest, I never really understood what boot cut jeans were. Uh, no. I, the only reason I know the words that I just said is because my wife said them. Boot, oh, the things, uh, yeah, about fashion yeah the spaghetti straps with the shirt underneath um, yeah my wife was uh very adamant that these were the most the most girls from this era you could possibly be yeah just the hairstyle all the way top to bottom mm-hmm. she even Completely. mentioned that they all have butterfly clips which i did not notice but yeah i didn't either apparently that was a thing that i don't remember um and <laughs> she goes these four aren't just random like what what's going on here oh Prepare to get your world changed forever. Yeah. I was like, oh, babe, you don't recognize Chance. What? Mrs. Chance. Yeah. I was like, babe, you don't recognize these four? Did you even have a childhood? This was everybody's favorite band. Everyone's. Yeah. Everyone had nobody's angel on their ceiling. Yeah. I know I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you didn't, I don't even trust you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I don't know if you guys have gotten it yet, but the joke is that I really like nobody's aim. Is that what it is? <laughs> I just didn't know if the listener at home got it. It's it's a good one. It's a good joke. 
thing. You know it's a good joke because I just said it's a good joke. Yeah. It took me saying it's a good joke to know it's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, you at home were like, should Chance be doing this? And now you're like, yeah, I get it. Nobody's angel. They're my mm-hmm. favorite too. Yeah, they're everybody's favorite. It's time for a resurgence. Well, they they, they tried that. A re-resurgence. It's true. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Um, But the girls are talking to them and then who should come but Art LaFleur, their father, whose name is in the show is not Art LaFleur. That's just the actor's name. His name is Jimmy? It's Bill. Bill. Bill LaFleur. Bill Nobody's Angel. Bill Nobody's Angel. His last name is Nobody's Angel. Mm-hmm. That's how the band got their name. What if their last name was like Angelo? And then they they made the band name Nobody's Angel just to really stick it to their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it. That's probably what happened. Old mm-hmm. Bill Angelo. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corey comes into the truck stop with a very nervous energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a Corey energy. Yeah, um, but a very like we're in a truck stop. And I was like, yeah, because because we have a truck. Mm-hmm. They order, and Corey's like, I'll have the world's best hash browns, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't know why are you ordering yeah. just hash browns. And then it could, it could be a hash brown bowl, you know. Maybe. It's the world's best hash browns. It's got to have some bacon, some cheese. The plate he has later that he's eating looks like it has more on it. Yeah. Um, and then Sean is just considering the menu for a second. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the waitress and goes, his daddy died. <laughs> <laughs> so you belittle anybody in the country and you're just an idiot. Uh-huh. Corey, just be um, cool. Be cool for once. Be cool for two seconds. Um, and I am a little disappointed that neither of us are wearing a bandana. Yeah, I don't have any. It's not really that. a fashion that's ever really worked for me because I have a big head. Me too. Like the tying of it, it's like the tiniest little knot in mm-hmm. the back. Same. Cameron and I both have heads that one size fits all hats do not fit. One size I actually got a free, uh, very nice North Face beanie from my work. Uh-huh. Uh this weekend or like for a Christmas present and it does not fit my head. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, and hat sizes I'm at 8, which is very big. I don't know what I am. You're probably close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Our friends bought a gladiator helmet in college. Um and it swallowed each and every one of their heads and they put it on me. I was like, <laughs> fit. I am the gladiator. But yes, they're in the before they get there, they're in the truck, and Sean has a bandana on, and Corey puts one on. And Sean is like, You know, if one guy has a bandana on, it's cool. If two guys have bandanas on, like it's not so cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, like, okay, the one, one bandana rule is in effect. Yeah. But then when they pull in the truck stop, Corey has the bandana, and Sean doesn't. Like, Sean <laughs> let him do it for a little bit. Yeah. So we're supposed to believe that Corey just kept nagging Sean about the bandana until he handed it over. <laughs> Probably. That's a bummer. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Corey. Really helping Sean out in this trying time. Ugh, sh- Corey. No wonder Sean was avoiding him in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> this is the kind of supportive friend he is. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry your dad died. Can I wear your bandana? <laughs> um, but yeah. So everyone's like, I'm sorry your daddy died. And then a guy that we have we've definitely seen before, right? I don't know if we've seen him in this 
show. I know I remember him from like Home Improvement more than anything. Um, I'm looking here. His name is Mickey Jones. He passed away in 2018. Oh, look I'm good. looking. I'm looking back. He's Zeke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is Zeke. Yeah, that's Ezekiel. I'm so embarrassed that we didn't realize it. Okay. I well, I knew he was. I knew he was in the show before. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he was another character too. To be honest, those are the only two that are credited on IMDb. Okay. Um. But yeah, and he says you should have the chicken fried steak. And Corey, for whatever reason, says, "What animal is genius that, that he is?" Huh? I said, "The genius that he is." <laughs> what animal is that made out of? Chicken fried steak. Okay then. I don't want any trouble. He says. He's clearly not an Oklahoman where that's like our state meal. Yeah, it is our state meal is chicken fried steak. I like a nice chicken fried steak. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with a chicken fried steak, despite what those yuppies in California think. Exactly. Have you ever been to, um, what is it? Somewhere, it's down in Noble. Kendall's. Have you ever been to Kendall's? Nope, I've never been down to Noble. Noble. Um, well, it's not far from where we live. But they have like this restaurant called Kendall's. If you hadn't put that together, but they have a really good chicken fried steak. Mm. It's like very big, like very large. It's good. You you heard how big that was, folks. Yeah, this big. <laughs> Ooh, don't say it that loud, Cameron. <laughs> Blow out our microphones. What would we say? Twelve inches. Twelve okay. inches in diameter. I mean, I love a good chicken fry. Maybe we'll go sometime. Forget yeah. the shrimp. Next time, chicken fried steak apocalypse. Chicken fried steak apocalypse. Love it. Um. But yeah, and so Sean orders the chicken fried steak, I guess. Because why wouldn't you? It sounds good. Yeah, and then their dad comes out um, as they're kind of talking to the girls. The girls are like, ooh, big city boys, and fawning over them weirdly. Yeah. Well, Sean's a cutie, so. He is, it's true. And he has a my dad just died energy. That makes him, you know, he's wounded. He's wounded. Somebody that you could really help out, mm-hmm. care for. And, and they may not be anybody's angel, but they're. They're kind of Sean's age. Uh-huh. He's a nobody. He's, He's feeling nobody. very lost, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's what they are. They're the people who help those people out who feel lost and don't know who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. The angels of nobody. The angels of nobody. And no one is more nobody than Sean Hunter. In this moment. Um, And then their dad comes out and he's like, that's Amy Shue. And he's like, you're a lucky man. That's my daughter. That's Sarah. She's also my daughter. You must have a good gun collection. He's like, and that, and you see her points to Allie, who, if you have not picked up on, is black. Um, He's like, I'd like to hear you explain that one. <laughs> that's Allie and Stacy. They're my daughter's best friends. <laughs> I don't think he talks quite that, quite that country. No, I can't do accents. You know this. Uh, yeah, it it shows. Um, um, he does the whole like intimidating thing. Mm-hmm. And that's and then, basically that. Yeah, that, that's the end of that scene. And then the girls are like, or they finish their meal, and they're like, that was really good. And the girls are like, you're not leaving before you hear us sing. And, so, and then they like, do. Huh? And they do. Yeah, then they do. And then the episode's over. Yep, they said, okay, we're leaving. Um, And the world collapses, because Sean and Corey never listened to Nobody's Angel, and it's, Sean it's necessary for the home. timeline. Yeah. They're key, oh. they're key harbingers of Sean's character development and helping him find out who he is. Yeah, this is actually the first heaven realm they've ever been in. Yeah. That's why Ezekiel's here. He uh, passed away of a heart attack 
eating a chicken mm-hmm. fried steak. His mama took sick. Yeah. And in caring for her, he took sick as well. Yeah. And his last meal was a chicken fried steak. So he um, recommends it to all all who travel here. Um, but it's it's calorie free because it's heaven. Yeah. There's no calories in heaven. No Probably. Calories. I don't know. <laughs> um, rest in peace, Zeke. Rest in peace. You're too good for this world. You were too good for this world. Lonnie could be on Nobody's Angel. I don't know. I kind of forgot what she's like. Could have been one of them. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then Sean's like, Corey, I'm not being fair to you. You should go home. Corey's and like, no. Like, we can go. We're going home together. He's like, we're not going to go. Like, yeah, And he's like, what are you talking about, Sean? And Sean's like, I wonder if this band's any good. Turns around. Mm-hmm. And are they any good chance? Uh, they're nobody's freaking angel. NFA. So they're yeah, yeah they're, they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're they're okay. The the whole scene of them like singing unmiked in a diner to obviously digital music is really. Mm-hmm. All the patrons of the establishment are really into it. <laughs> yeah, maybe too into it. I think you know it's like this is Bill's Bill's kin. <laughs> we care about them. Um, but yeah, they sing a song. They, they do the whole thing, too. Like, all three minutes. Uh-huh. I can't help myself falling in love with you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you say or what you do. I guess it's just I can't help myself. Mm-hmm. Which, as I was thinking about, I keep getting it mixed up with Elvis Presley's. Basically, that same song. For I can't help falling in love with oh. you. Which I believe another late 90s, early 2000s band called Jump 5 covered that song. Ooh. So it's, it feels very similar in feel to this one. Okay. Jump 5. Come on the show. Yeah. Bring Nobody's Angel with you. Nobody's Angel. Yeah. And Youngstown, a real favorite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Youngstown. Or is it Youngstown or Young's Blood? Or I don't remember. It's Youngstown. Oh, okay. They're very memorable. They're from Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, that's obviously. They had a song. They had a song featured in the movie Inspector Gadget. The big time. That had Matthew Broderick in it. That's way bigger than 102 Dalmatians. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They had another. They had a song on the Princess Diaries soundtrack too. Are Youngstown just nobody's angel in drag? Maybe at least three of them. I'm just going to look and see if uh, I want to see the official soundtrack of The Prince's Diaries. There's B.B. Mac on there. The Backstreet Boys. There's Nobody's Angel right there. Mandy Moore, who was in the movie. Hanson. Hanson? Yeah. Wake Up. What Hanson song? Wake Up. I don't know that one. Um, Lil J featuring Nobody's Angel and Tammy Phoenix. Uh, Bewitched is on there. Wow. I forgot about that band. Aaron Carter, rest in peace. There's a Polish version of the record that has a bonus track by the A-Teens. The A-Teens is another band I haven't thought about forever. Sweet, yep. Tribute band for ABBA. Disney Mm. was really just trying to push these bands out, aren't they? Yeah. Wow. We're just falling down a rabbit hole, but I am here for it. I'm here for it. And it gives me another... Excuse to talk about S Club 7. Mm-hmm. You know I love me some S Club 7. Ain't no party like a club party. 
No, there, there ain't no party like an ice club party. I'm going to show you how. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody's angel. I mean, killing it. Mm-hmm. They're singing their, singing their song, singing their hearts out. Mm-hmm. And their spaghetti straps and their boot cut jeans, we think. And their blonde striped bobs. Butterfly quip, butterfly clips. Mm-hmm. And their butterfly, butterfly quips also. Yeah, lots of, lots of jokes about butterflies. <laughs> um, and the the girls like dance around the guys, and then the and dad, dad comes out, looks at them, and they all flee back to the stage. It's a very odd moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they finish, and oddly trusting of these two young strangers, mm-hmm. like, how did what did you think of us? And, and they're like, you're good. And they're like, good, because we want you to help us leave this town. Yes, you strangers. What just happened? The only explanation is that it is some kind of extra-dimensional space. Once again, well, it's a heaven dimension. Because, and the reason they know these two can help them is because they have the magic trailer. Oh, we established yeah. in the last episode that that trailer is a magical space. Because mm-hmm. I noticed it this time that there's no back wall. Like you know, it doesn't continue back into bedrooms like it did before. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know this the first time in the last episode, but I did this time. Yeah, I brought like, that up really, last time, right? The space you pointed it out, yeah. Yeah. The space is changing. Yeah. It yeah, it it it, it molds to shape their needs. Mm-hmm. But they they sense that that exists. And they say these two are marked. Yeah. These two are marked by a magical transportation device that could get us out of here. Yeah, they're the see they're the angels who grew up in heaven. Mm-hmm. And don't realize how good they have it, and they just they want to see if they can make it in the real world. Yeah, um, and they'll regret it in about two years, and they'll go back to heaven, and that's why we don't have nobody's angel today. Yeah, they'll be Bill's angel. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, Bill is short for Billy, and how many letters are in Billy? Five. How many letters are in Jesus? Five. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's clearly some sort of god of travelers yeah um, of some some sort of some of some belief system i don't know it's true the reason that chet had passed through there before is because it was it was the big truck stop in the sky yeah and chet was stopping by to tell him all about his life Mm -hmm. tell him all about his son apparently Mm -hmm. so good on you bill if that is your real name probably billy just saying. I mean, me too. I'm just saying. Um, but then I feel like Sean is basically saying, like, I'm going to be leaving. Like, you are you don't get it. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. They're walking to the checkout, and they're kind of arguing back and forth about that. Mm-hmm. But then as they check out, what should Sean see behind the counter? <sighs> A picture of nobody's angel that he wants autographed. Uh-huh. He's like, I want that one. <laughs> Sign it for me. Sign it. I'm from the big city, so I can get this in the hands of the right person. Um, Can we take a quick sidebar to talk about Trump trading cards? (laughs) I'd rather not. (laughs) Did you watch the video, Cameron? Did you watch it? I didn't, because I didn't want to give them any more um, publicity. (laughs) Cameron, he starts it. He starts it. Uh, Hi, this is Donald Trump. I've got an exciting announcement. Uh, That's right, Donald Trump, your favorite president. Better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. Like, he's not joking. He's not doing a statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't an SNL skit. Better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. Better than all of them. 
Better than Lincoln? <laughs> better than Washington? I mean, I might give him like better than some. I don't well, know. Herbert Hoover, probably. William Henry Harrison. He's easy to dunk on, you know. He didn't I'm make just it. Saying, no one did more for the police state than Herbert Hoover. Thanks, Herbie. Um, but yeah, it's it's bad. And then what he announces is a hundred dollar NFTs. You know, if I'm an NFT, that's a bargain. Of moments of his life and presidency that you'll want to collect. And it's like him with laser eyes, him with the jetpack. Yeah. Kinda, he kind of looks a little bit like Joe Biden in one of them. Ooh. And I'm just like, this is interesting. This is quite the take. But yeah. Um, yeah. So he sees a Trump training card and he has to have it. Yes. He's like, give me that trading card. Um, I don't know how NFTs work. So that's probably how they work. Probably. As far as I know. Uh, but what he really sees is a picture of his dad with Bill. Mm-hmm. He's like, how's that for a sign? And Corey goes, well, now it just got interesting. You just saw a digital band sing unmiked yeah. in the middle of You nowhere. just got to watch Nobody's Freaking Angel perform in front of you and not just sing with you there. They were singing to you, Corey. <laughs> but now it's interesting because you saw a picture of the late, great Chet Hunter. No, thank you. No, thank you. Nobody's freaking angel. Come on. Um, but then they're sitting at the bar, or not the bar, at the counter. It's not a bar, it's a diner. Um, talking with Bill. Or like, um, or like the girls are looking and then Bill comes out. And he's like, oh, Chet Hunter's your dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came through all the time. You must be Sean. You're in medical school. Actually, it's uh, just college. Uh, that Chet sure likes to tell a story. Mm-hmm. He's like, you must be Corey. The kid Sean's always getting out of those scrapes. Um, I'm going to call foul right here. There's no way Chet remembers a single story Sean ever told him. And there's no way that Chet remembers Corey. Well, he probably called him Corky. But... Probably, yeah. It'd have been funny if he said, you must be Corky. <laughs> that would have that would have been much better. Um, and it was, boy, the end of this episode is something. Yeah, it just like takes this weird turn. Where it's like we're just dealing with utter fiction. Yeah, this utter fiction of uh, of, of someone that Chet wasn't. Uh-huh. And I think I think there's maybe something po- poetic about that, something kind of philosophical about it, like about who people become in death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there definitely is that piece of it where it's like we're gonna say all these nice things about this man who wasn't a nice man because he's mm-hmm. dead, which is maybe a disservice to the memory of the real pain that he caused people mm-hmm. like Sean. Um, but I, it is a very common thing. You know, I just feel like, you know, in the last probably 10 years where there's a lot of like high profile people who've done terrible things or that maybe someone disagrees with politically that dies and they're like, good. And people are like, no, you should not speak ill of the dead. And it's like, they were a terrible person. And they did terrible things. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I'm saying, but it's like especially at this point in the '90s. I mean, the internet as we know it didn't exist, so there wasn't the ability to have that sort of discourse. Um, but you know, it's like you just don't, and you tell a bunch of lies about how great they were. I guess. Yeah, it would be Which nice stuff. if the show like recognized that or like mm-hmm. talked about it. But the whole thing is like, how sad did Sean didn't get to know his dad? And how, like, his dad, like, they literally say, like, oh, yeah, we knew Chet. Always seemed like he was running from something. 
And the one girl it's like, goes, we're like running to something. No, running for something. That's right. It was running for you. And he's like, he wanted to be perfect for you. No. That's the biggest load of horse hockey I've ever heard. He, are you kidding me? Yeah. He was a selfish, selfish man. Like, it's like he loved you the best way he knew how. It's like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> Not even sort of. Um, and it's so, it's so strange for the show to be making that turn when in every episode they've done such a great job of like showing how realistically, and I'm going to use our one PG 13 swear word here, showing how shitty he was mm-hmm. as, like a dad and a, a, and a person. Yeah. Like Chet didn't do anything, but any, for anything but himself. And Sean needs to know that and remember it. Like, yeah, and I feel like Ryder Strong's like acting really shows that. I think as they're here and they're toasting and Corey's saying all those sweet nothings about Chet. And I feel like Sean really carries that in his face. Mm-hmm. Of just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is total crap, like what you're saying. But I was going to play along. Like maybe just the hurt in his eyes. I feel like as I was watching, I was like, oh, he's doing a really great job of like yeah. kind of carrying this. And adding like a layer to it that I don't know if the writing necessarily had. Yeah, the writing of this one is just weird because I agree with you, but like that never comes to fruition anywhere. No, like it's all just kind of like a how great Chet really was, even though you didn't really realize it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I think we as a society have kind of grown pa- grown past that. Like, nice nah, sucked. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay to say. Yeah, like it's like it can be fact, complicated. It's like yes, he was your dad. Yes, there's a lot of complicated emotions surrounding that. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, he wasn't running for you. No, he, he was, was trying to be a better man so to be your father. Like he was being a scoundrel, mm-hmm. and that's kind of all there is to it. Yeah, I mean, he was too lazy to get a job and anything other than like hustling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he was too lazy to take care of Sean. Like. I don't know, this fiction, this odd work of fiction. Um, And maybe it's my own disappointment that I shouldn't project onto the episode, but I'm just like, you could have such an interesting conversation right now Mm -hmm. about like Sean kind of having trouble with everyone talking about Jet this way because he was awful and like then kind of coming to terms with it a little bit more. And, you know, you could have such an interesting back and forth for Sean, but Mm -hmm. they don't really don't. Yeah, and the fight becomes like I'm going home. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and the fight becomes we got to get nobody's angel out of this one stoplight town. Yeah, yes, got to get him out. I this is really random, but the window across the yard from you, behind you. Yeah, the light keeps turning on. It keeps turning on and off, and it just is <laughs> every single time. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> is there going to be a murder back there? As long as it's not the creepy janitor. Oh, at my school, there's a janitor cart like the one that he's dead in. Yes. It makes the squeakiest sound as it's pushed down the hall. Freaks me out every day. Uh, I've got to talk to the janitors at your school. They're one costume away from greatness. No, Tony's too nice. He would never. Uh, He's my friend. But yeah, it just keeps turning on and off. Why do you need to turn the light on and off that much? You know, save, save the earth. You are doing distinctly not that. I guess if you're turning it off when you leave the room. Um, anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Anyway, yeah, this weird, like I said, it's not out of nowhere. Because it may be a commentary on like how everything's better in hindsight. 
Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's really not. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the whole thing. Is like I was so abandoned most of his life. Yeah, like in one way or another. You know, all of the good intentions of the world didn't mean for me personally. Let's just take me. Like I spent most Christmases since I was fifteen by myself, um, which hurt at first, and then became a day when I could just play video games from sunup to sundown. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty nice, but that was as I grew older. <laughs> um, but I spent most Christmases by myself, and like. I don't know if the per- people who hurt me died. I wouldn't be like, now all those Christmases, I get it. It was for me. No, it's like, <laughs> it's no they really weren't. You. Like, it was never for you. I don't know. It's it's the weirdest turn this episode could have made for me. And then it just went ahead and made it. And and it did. It's like we we you know Sean has Corey say a toast for his dad. He's like, but he loves Sean. It's like. I mean, I guess. He said he did, but he, he certainly didn't act like he did. He he wanted to, at the very least. Well, I guess he maybe wanted to want to. I'm a pretty firm believer that you do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you want to want to do the things you don't do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's... They, oh, they give a toast to Chet. Yeah, they, they give a toast to Chet. And... That's the end of this scene. Mm-hmm. And then we're in the trailer mm-hmm. and they're setting up the bed and Corey and Sean are arguing about Sean leaving or coming back to school. Yep. Um, they end up wrestling on the floor. Mm-hmm. But then who should walk in? But is it Amy Sue? Amy Sarah, Sue Allie, in. and Stacy. One of, but one of them walks in first and it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, we need your help. Yeah. I, and nobody's angel doesn't wait for a come in. No. It, they just come in. They're nobody's freaking angel. They're like an angel. Do you think Gabriel waited for Mary to say, "Yeah, come tell me this good news"? Yeah, no, he didn't. He just the came shepherds. In. The shepherds watching their flocks by night. Do you think the angel was considerate of them and said, "Well, let's let's announce myself first. No, boom, appeared. Boom, there. Joseph, no way. No, um, he was yeah. asleep. Didn't even bother to wake him up. No, they just came to him in a dream. Uh, yeah, so nobody's angel. Just boom, there. Just like angels. And they're like, we need your help. And they're like, are we any good? And Corey's like, you guys are better than any band I've ever seen at college. Well, you don't go to see many bands, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Corey has a really like hopping club life that we just don't see in the show. Maybe so. All the sh- all the moments we see are the t- mimes when he's not at the club. No, the rest of the time he's out late at night <laughs> hearing the bands play. I, I I personally love that choice for him. Yeah. But, you know, all college people see live bands all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Corey's comparing him to all those people from the karaoke episode. You're way better than I was when I sang War. <laughs> Topanga yeah, wouldn't even join with me. He's like, you guys have a, you have a real shot at but not if you stay here. Like, and so then, you'll tell our dad? Yeah. And he's like, no, he scares me. <laughs> But then who should appear? But Bill himself. Him? Bill. Bill. The God of Travelers. Jesus, maybe? Maybe Jesus? I want to look up God of Travelers. Hermes was the God of Travelers. He was, yes. But I'm wondering about different uh, different faiths, different belief systems. Uh, St. Christopher. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Lord Ganesh. Ganesh. Okay. Ooh, I don't know how to say this. He's a Norse, Norse god. Of travel. 
Meili, M-E-I-L-I. That sounds very close to Billy. Ooh, maybe. But he's often referred to as the lonely one. He's referred to as the lonely one, which makes sense if his children are leaving him. Mm-hmm. His children always leave him. He could be the Norse god of travelers. Who knows? It's tough to say. But I, I like this. I like this journey for him. Uh, yeah, but he comes in. <laughs> I don't know. Corey yeah. tells him to, that he has to let go. Sean says, ha. Yeah. The girls say they, they'll stay because he needs them. And then he fires them and they say, yeah. thank you. He says, he says I'm the lonely one. Yes. I don't need you. <laughs> This I've is got Merle. Life. I've got uh, my buddy Zeke here. Yeah. Help me out. Ezekiel is here with me now. Um, yeah, and then Corey fires Sean from him until he needs to come back. And mm-hmm. Sean says, Thank you, Daddy. And I don't know, the episode's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Sean's sitting in the passenger, the driver's seat of the truck. Who should appear next to him but Chet? <laughs> yeah. Saying, you know, I'm always right here. In your brain. (laughs) Sean replies, would have been nice if you were right here, you know, when you were alive and could be here. Mm -hmm. All of that time. (laughs) Wasted. Um, And yeah, that's the end of the episode. That's it. What a long, strange road trip it's been. What a long, long, strange road trip it's been. What's this episode called? Road Road trip? It's a weird one. It is. Road trip. It's just really strange. I mean, it's always strange when you have a pocket dimension. And and a pocket dimension really being the only plausible explanation. Mm -hmm. But I like it. We owe it all to Drew Davenport. Yeah. Respect. Put some respect on Drew's name. Yeah. That's what we do around here. Um, But yeah, that's it. What's your rating, Cam? Man, I think I got to give it like a... Well, nobody's angel makes it a ten, mm-hmm. but everything else really brings it down to like a six and a half. Yeah, so I'm giving it a six and a half. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I guess I could give it a point and a half each for each angel. Hmm. Uh, and and come to a six. Yeah, I mean that's a fair score. Point and a half for Stacy. Point and a half for Allie. Point and a half for Mary Sue. Point and a half for Sarah. The one that's apparently perfect for Sean. Yeah. Is that the one who liked that picture of him getting a bath in the sink? Yeah. It's a bit uncomfortable. She must have been the one that Disney was really trying to push. Yeah. Because she got a whole like scene with Sean that the other girls didn't get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. So do you see yourself as more of a as more of a Mary Sue or a or a Sarah or an oh, Ali? Stacy, yeah. I think we all aspire to be a Stacy. In a world of blondes, I am the brunette. In a world of white people. No, Allie was the non-white. No? Really? Stacy was. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Looking at it right now. Yeah, Allie was the other friend. Oh, okay. Then I'm an Allie. Sorry. Who was also darker complected. I don't know. I just remember, I just thought he said, that's Allie. And her, and our, and Stacy. And he pointed to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess this really ruins the illusion of me being a uh, nobody's angel super fan. Super fan. Yeah, joke is over. Joke is ruined. Uh, um, yeah. Who's uh, the which nobody's angel? Are you? Tell us. Uh, I don't know. Probably like a like a Mary Sue. I'm always inserting myself into uh, different situations and pretending like I'm the main character. 
Mm, I see that about you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, too bad neither of us are a Sarah, am I right? Yeah, I wish. <clears throat> this is riveting. Who's who's the MVP? Uh, I guess Sean. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Bill. I don't know. I'll give it to Sean. He pulls off the bandana look really well. He does. He does a great job with the bandana look. And then the episode would be called Boy Meets Nobody's Angel. Yeah, we don't even need to discuss that. So obvious. And there it is. That that was it. We, we did, did it. it. A totally mid-episode <laughs> with the best girl group of the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> the only girl group. We don't need any others. Yeah. Spice we're, not, we're not accepting any any resumes right now for anyone else. Um. Yeah, it's a weird episode. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to think of a way to bring this up naturally, but there really hasn't been a way. But I just need to tell everybody about the movie that I watched this week. Do it. Because I don't watch a lot of movies, but I'd heard some really good things. Um, and so I watched this movie. It's called RRR. It's a Bollywood movie? Um, not technically. It is an Indian movie. It's not produced in Bollywood, which is in northern India. This was made in southern India. Oh. Um, they speak a different language than Hindi. I think it's like Tagalog. And so they jokingly they refer to the area as Tollywood. Um, it's just from a different region of India. Um, we learned but, a lot about the cultural system of this whole thing. I love yeah, it. I was, read, I was reading about it because I just found it so interesting. Um, it's so good. It's just like it's an action movie um, and just like utterly ridiculous. But like also super super amazing at the same time um basically the premise is there's this village in india where sort of the governor the british of the british government in india uh, forcibly takes this girl uh, this young girl like buys her like forced enslavement um from the the community but the community uh, has a protector this person who like is their shepherd and cares for them and so he sets off on a mission to free this little girl and bring her back to her village. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's this other man um, who he's working. He's, he's basically a soldier working for the British um, government. Um, he's working for the he, um, He's set up on a mission to capture this man who's coming to free this girl because they find out about it. Um, but through a series of extreme events, they the, these two men become the best of friends. And so for like the first, there's like an hour. It's a three hour long movie. So you have like about an hour of them just like being best friends. A true epic. Um, and it's it's just wonderful. They, there's some dancing. Um, but really in the second half of the movie, everything like just gets so extreme and just amazing. Um, and I just think everybody should watch it. It's really long. Um, there's There's an English dub. But even that, sometimes their accents are kind of a little hard to understand. So you can watch with subtitles too. Okay, I would recommend it. Um, but it's it's wonderful. I I it really says a lot about my own like cultural centrism that I never mm-hmm. once considered the fact that they wouldn't speak English in this movie. The British people do. I guess that's true. Did you watch it subbed or dubbed? I watched it both. Both. I had it where they I had subtitles on with the dub. Ah, uh, okay. You know that's not the 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 impetus of that question. I know, but I it's the answer. <laughs> I did both. That's what I do with most things. I always have subtitles on. Not not I. 
No, but my eyesight's better. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. But I did, though. I did say it. Um, but RRR, check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, and it's so good. I mean, it sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. Just the setup is really good. Um, yeah, it's just extreme in a way that's very pleasing. Extreme! Like super violent. Um, kind of that's like really, that's really it. Violent Night. Yeah, I haven't seen that still. I mean, maybe you, maybe you and I should get together and watch RRR Chance. Maybe. Maybe. Three hours. You just, you just might tough. love it. You just might love it. I think I would. I think I would. Uh, in other news, I unlocked the dog character in Vampire Survivor. So mm-hmm. that was fun. I don't have that character. Uh, yeah, it's a dog. And it That's fun. basically farts and leaves <laughs> a trail behind itself as its attack. Nice. It's called like Celestial Dusting or something like that. Makes sense. Do you have the one that just launches minecarts? Yes. There's one I found. I found her in a coffin. And she basically I haven't found just... any of the coffins. I was looking at things I hadn't unlocked, and coffins is one of them. She shoots this aura out above and below her that just like basically fills most all of the screen and kind of spreads out a little bit and just like annihilates anything. Ooh, that sounds powerful. That way. I mean, yeah, so if you know what we're talking about, you should check out Vampire Survivor. It's on mobile now, and it's free. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Um, although, do not play it on your lunch break because your lunch break will disappear in an instant. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, you know, this won't take too long. And then suddenly you've had a 30-minute run that you've never had before. Yeah, and it goes, like, fast. The weird This game does weird things to time. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I've played games where it makes, it makes it seem like time is going really fast, but it this one's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because there's a timer. Yeah, you'd think. So you can track exactly how long it's taken, and it doesn't seem right. But I played on my lunch break one day, and I was like, okay, I finished that run. Now let's go back and do, like, let's just kind of chill out until my lunch break's over. I'm like, my lunch break's over in 10 minutes. <laughs> I didn't even eat. So, uh, Vampire Survivor. It's great. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that I want to talk about. I was realizing, I feel like, our podcasts have become more and more tangential, but I think it's because this is the only time that we ever talk in person. <laughs> like we often will text basically often every day, basically but often. in terms of talking to each other, this is it. Like if we're not recording it for the most part, it doesn't happen. I, I think that's true, but I also think that was true for season five and we had more to talk about in season five mm-hmm. and, and the few like standout episodes this season i feel like we've done a pretty good job of staying on topic yeah but i also just feel like you know it's our friendship coming through it's true it is our friendship and that's what people are really here for yeah if they want to hear about women's world there's that other one they can go listen to there very much so is that other one they can go listen to and they are that our dear friends are going to be on soon and i'm very proud of them they are yeah you didn't see my tweet no yeah siege and tc are going to be on Pod Meets World. Oh, that's cool. Now they're going to recap season one with Daniel Ryder and Will. I think this Thursday, I want to say. That's cool. They may not have announced the actual date. But yeah, when I heard that, I tweeted a congratulations to our friends. And Siege confirmed it. Nice. So, our dear friends at Bra Meets World. uh, Some of our very first guests ever. 
That's true. Uh, and the guests before the best episode of season two. They were. They were that. Okay. Well, um, you guys know where to find us. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, at BG World Fever, um, or you can email us at bgworldfever at gmail.com. Uh, you can also rate us. Yeah, please do. Yeah, give us give us a rating. It apparently helps people find us. Uh-huh. Tell us, did you watch RRR? What are your thoughts? How what, great was it? What nobody's angel are you? What's your build in Vampire Survivor? Um, I, I, yes, I actually want to know that. I like to what? run a heavy projectile build with the guy that gives you an extra projectile. Well, yeah, he's the best guy for sure. So, yeah. And now with the, with the Arcana that makes your projectiles bounce. Ooh, I don't think I have that. It's a, one of the only ones that I have. But it's really nice because it like... They have a chance of bouncing after they hit, or even bouncing off of walls. Because Arcana, that book of like random effects you can get. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have that book, but I've never really like paid attention to what it does. Yeah, I just oh, usually I bet, pick in that one. I bet that's why. Um, lately, I've been emitting this aura that pushes everything back from me just a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the one about healing. It does that too. Okay. I didn't even know why that was happening. I was just thinking I unlocked something that made it happen. Yeah, that's why. Okay. You, hear, you heard it here first, everybody. Some hot Vampire Survivor tips. Yeah, this is a Vampire Survivor fan cast. Nobody's angel, and now nobody's devil. Ooh, nobody's vampire. Uh, and you may be wondering, are we talking like Twilight vampires? No, there's no vampires in the game. That's the joke. Maybe we're the vampires, and we're surviving. Maybe the real Maybe vampire. Maybe it's referring to how it eats away from the battery. Huh? The real vampire is the game itself as it eats your phone battery away. Does it eat phone battery really bad? I, I feel like mine it does. I mean, it's you're fighting so many little guys on the screen at once. Yeah, but the graphics aren't like anything to write home about. No, but it's still it's still processing a lot of information. Maybe. It is not something I have noticed, but it could very possibly be true. Who knows? All right. Well, um, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. So from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever... So long, world. So long, world.